I'm also now recording. I'm also now recording. Ah, very good. We are also now recording. All right, is this where we do like the pre-recorded sponsor segment here? Insert sponsor. Yeah, yeah, our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Got so many of those. Yeah, we're uh, we're sponsored material. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Outside Line. I'm here today with Ben. We're uh, missing Jack once again. So it's just the two of us for this episode. We're, uh, it's been a little while since we've had a chat. It's been a little while between uh, drifting. So uh, how you been going, Ben? What you been up to? I'm good. I'm good. How long? How many decades has it been since our last recording of this podcast? So I know exactly how long I need to be doing things for. Go on our um, Facebook and look at the last time we actually posted yeah, on there. it was probably somewhere around round one, because that's pretty much the only time we do this, is when there's a round coming up or a round's just gone. But um, yeah, I painted my car with rattle cans, and it looks really, really bright. And um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, how's the uh, sponsorship going with the uh, eyewear company? Uh, yeah, no, nah, nothing yet. I've also uh, put some proposals into streets, and I'm um, seeing if I can hear anything back from them as well. So, you know. I'll, you know, the old um, paddle pop line just with my face on it. I think it would work really well. So did you just paint over the bits of yes. bog that was missing? Yeah. No, no, there was no I bog. So. Just straight over, straight over bendy metal. Oh, she was a clean, was she? Yeah. Uh, a couple bits of nothing, <laughs> nothing major. Uh, what so, about yourself, uh, Tate? Uh, what have I done? So I went out and drove Smokey once, and I got about five laps in, and the alternated killed itself and i went to queensland got in a fight with people at Dreamworld because they wouldn't let me go on any rides and went on some rides oh. and Sounds yeah like you won the fight i did win the fight very good yeah. is that what the the free feed and you don't mess with tape um instagram story was about oh yeah i wasted <laughs> half a day in Dreamworld in their bloody health and safety office having an argument with them but we got there in the end. I got all my mates free food, so I guess it was worth it. Yeah, for sure. So uh, first thing on our little list here is obviously we had Keep It Reet recently. We, uh, we're going to have Stewie on here, but I think he got a little bit busy. Um, he was judging out at that event in Victoria. Um, I didn't see too much of it because I was away and didn't have much internet, but uh, did you get much of a chance to look at the live stream for that one? Yeah, I had internet and I still didn't see too much of it, unfortunately. <laughs> No, it was, um, from what I saw, it was good. It looked like it was um, a really good event to be at. Both Jack and I were supposed to do it. Um, Jack uh, had other commitments, so he couldn't do it. And I missed the Pro-Am entry because the entry sold out in 20 seconds. So literally because I didn't have my um, things pre-saved on the uh, the old Messenger app when you open up a, a link and had to type it in manually, I missed the um, the entry. So I did Prack instead. And then broke my car at Prack, and then um, we uh, they went, oh, we'll do a thing, and we'll do like a pre uh, a little pre comp on the Friday night drifts, so we can get some more guys in. And I was like, ah, yeah, about that, my car's broken. That didn't happen. So, uh, but yeah. So you got done by autofill, basically. Basically, autofill stitched me. So, or a lack of autofill stitched me. So, um, but it is what it is. The apparently the the uh, I didn't get to watch much of the pro am stuff, but they um, were. According to the group chat that I'm in, that runs all that stuff, um, they did really well. It was very smooth. But I don't like our L2 guys because our L2 guys are so keen to get out there and do stuff that they're always ready in line. They're ready to go, and it ran really smoothly. Whereas uh, the the pro guys are a little bit more like our L1 guys, which are 
more concerned about sitting on the wall and watching what's going on rather than uh, being in their cars ready to go. But the uh, the battles are intense. It was the FD layout, so it's one of those layouts where you got to push 130% to get your um get your wins in, and uh, it was really good to see who won. It was A70. Uh, and the names, oh, just forgotten the name. Oh no, um, I put a hole in his door at Gambia, and I've forgotten his name. Oh, I feel really bad. Can we cut this? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're too deep now. We're too deep now. Oh, fuck. this isn't um, an intro anymore. Uh, yeah, oh, so I really, I really that, uh, actually. Oh no. Oh, you look it up. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I did notice that Mr. Greenhill decided to uh, swipe the opposite side of his uh, rear quarter on the wall, which we're talking about a little bit earlier. He uh, went in a little bit hard with a a backy and Mm. uh, managed to clobber the rear quarter of that uh, actually quite clean or reasonably clean for a drift car R32. So that was a bit of a shame for him, but I think he still had a ball. And uh, I think Dale was out there and a few others. Yeah, Dale went over, um, had some uh, mechanical issues, but he um, he drove really consistently, consistently as Dale does, and um, got himself a fair way into the competition. He made it into the top eight, so uh, it was really good to see him do so well. He had a bit of a close one with uh, Luke, was it, that missed his brake pedal and went firing on past the inside of him. Yeah, um, it was a... Um, so it's Tori as well, Tori Onus. Um, so did Tori do so well? Good save, got there mm, eventually. Mm. Oh yeah, no, nah, just smooth as butter. Um, Profesh. <laughs> professional. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a very interesting battle. But I need my screens for light. Um, uh, what was that again? Something. <laughs> you Luke. finally got his name. Yeah, no, nah, Luke, the other one. Uh, Luke missing. Missing the brake pedal and and um, sailing on par, so um, it could have that could have been a really big. So uh, thankfully, um, I think once Luke realised what was happening, just made the car go in an area that Dale wasn't, and um, and avoided that contact as much as Dale did by running up nice and behind the wall. Yeah, it looked it looked reasonably dark. I don't know if it was the the way that the cameras sort of portrayed it, but it looked reasonably dark in quite a lot of the, the run-up areas and the, a few bits of the track, particularly along the wall. So um, uh, I'm not sure if that was just the cameras playing it, but it certainly did uh, look a little dark in sections out there. Yeah, it got fairly late as well, so um, it would have been pretty dark. Um, it does get pretty dark out at Calder, and I'm pretty sure the only lighting at Calder is the lighting that an event um, organiser supplies and brings themselves, like those little uh, portable light stands and stuff like that so yeah the um, ones light, on the trailers yeah lighting would have been pretty much where it needed to be and that would have been about it so the, the run-up was pretty dark by the looks of it yeah are they going to run any different layouts out there they, i haven't really looked too much at the keep it rate calendar are they running any different layouts or at so, winton so or anything it, like that keep it reads very similar to dsa where we're like yeah we're gonna do the layout and we'll tell you when we get closer so um, I think it's still a little bit up in the air. I think there's, um, I don't know if they're repaving national track or something like that, but I know um, they couldn't couldn't use national track. That's why they did FD layout. So um, I think they're waiting on some track works to be done to be able to use that. So um, hopefully, I want to go over and do like run the wall or something like that. That looks like a, um, a really good layout. And I know originally it was going to be the, uh, the killer crossover as the final. So that's also a, a really sick layout to do. 
I, I want to do the killer crossover. That one, yeah, for sure. to me, looks like the most amount of fun. Also, because it's got a bit of elevation change from one track to another, looks like it'd be a, a bit bit more fun. Probably the layout of choice for myself. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good to see those guys were going well with their event out there. Getting back to SA, we've obviously got round two coming up this weekend. So uh, a lot going on out at the Bend on both Saturday and Sunday. Yes. So sorry, I'm just um, getting the run sheet up on the end. So have a look. So um, <laughs> yeah, so Saturday is um, drift school on the skid pan and then a bit of a skid pan um, session as well uh, towards the end of that. And then Saturday night is a drift prac. So um, the entries are sold out if you want to do it. Too bad you should have entered already. Um, but I think it Had was plenty of warning. I think it was like 140 bucks as well. So it, it's pretty much the same price as doing a prac at Mala, but you get to do a prac at the event. So um, I'll be doing that because um, obviously I'm not competing because I'm commentating. But uh, I will be doing the um, the Saturday night prac, and I've got some party lights ready to go in the VS because I broke one of mine. So it'll be all nice and flashy for that one. And then. Um, of course, the big day is Sunday, so round two is another single day round, so it's action, action, action. No quality, no team drift, which kind of sucks because I like team drift, but um, they like team drift. Yeah, that's Maybe that's basically the nice only car, part of I it that like I like it. is is team drift. Like, probably can get in the bin. Top ten shootouts cool, but can get in the bin. Like, let's just do battles. So um, it's just gonna be all battles all day, and uh. There's a very, very strong lineup of drivers coming to uh, to do round two, as well as some interstate guys as well. We can finally have some interstate drivers coming across again, so it's uh, over and uh, giving it a crack. Yeah. And so, yeah, Drift School, obviously uh, another chance for people to uh, have a crack themselves. I've been working on with uh, Solo and uh, Lindo at uh, well, yesterday on the school car, adding some uh, upgrades in the cooling department. Well, then we've got uh, a nice big old oil cooler for the engine, another big cooler for the uh, the transmission, and uh, a couple of other little bits and pieces like water squirters going on that car to make sure that it's uh, not getting too crispy because it doesn't get a lot of airflow doing the, uh, the donuts and the figure eights. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, a good chance for a few people to try it out. And, uh, yeah, there's uh, obviously night prac coming up too, which both of us will be doing. I'll be, uh, I'll be trying to not hang too close to you. To yourselves, I think I might. I'll give you some space. <laughs> don't leave a I've death got, gap. <laughs> I've got, I've got all of Sunday to go and completely write myself off. Yeah. I don't want to do it in yeah. Saturday, but uh, yeah. So I'm going to have that have uh, Smokey out there for that, which is uh, going to be my probably probably second proper chance or day of driving the car. So uh, get a few more laps under my belt. I don't have any fancy lights like you do. I do have halo lights though, so that's yeah, going to be are, my. You are a BMW owner. <laughs> I came on the car. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm actually not sure if they're if they came with halo lights. Those BMWs, because I saw another one tonight that had it, and I'm like, no, yeah, I'm not really I, sure. I think it's like um like CE Lancers there with the the um like crystal style the tail crystal lights. Crystal Riz. You, you yeah. Forget that they're not factory tail lights because so many of them have it. <laughs> I think it's a little <laughs> bit of that situation. I think and, it might be because. <laughs> It's not uh, amazing, the wiring that's on those headlights. So I have a feeling they're not exactly factory BMW. But yeah, that'll be my little uh, lighting fanciness, I guess. But uh, yeah, so we've got a massive, like you said, a massive uh, number of people for both L1 and L2. 
I think L2 is pretty much sold out. Maybe there's one or two spots left for L1. So there's pretty yeah. much getting like 60 entrants I think, every uh, comp that we do. I think it was high 20s for L1 and, yeah, like almost into the 40s. Um, I think there's more than 32 in L2 because I think that opened up a couple extra spots because a couple of left over from L1. So, uh, yeah, again, bumper crowd. Uh, it's great to see so many people doing L2 as well, like all these new guys coming in, these new faces. And like, you know, people that I don't recognize. And if I don't recognize, it means they're new and they're, then they're getting into it, which is just a great way to see that drifting is going to continue on in this state because there's fresh blood coming through. Yeah, and there's there's quite a few people now that you didn't recognize when they started in L2 a year or two ago, but now you actually know and they're in L1. Yeah. So it's good to see that progression coming through. There's lots of lots of drivers, obviously, when we've got, you know, 30 or 40 in L2, a fair few of those are going to get squeezed out to L1, which is starting to be what we see with like Brody Cook and that sort of thing. So awesome to see those guys coming through. This layout's going to be, it's one of the more common layouts, but it's probably one of the more technical layouts at the same time, particularly that first big corner coming into uh, along the wall. So I'm looking forward to that because I think running the wall on the back half of the track and doing the last layout that we ran, it's kind of thing that requires a bit of balls, but it's not as technical where this lad that we're going into this round is probably a bit more technical with the way that the judges want us to run it. Yeah, definitely. So the, uh, the wall on the back, you could like kind of creep up onto it. You didn't have to like throw it at the wall and then go, ah, oh, hope it sticks and then go. It was like, you could like flick onto it and like work your way up, get up there nice and high towards the end, which is where you really needed to be high on that wall to get that line right. What we saw. Me do when he um, when he took it out, he was always running that super high line coming out of the bowl, and um, had that nailed. Whereas this is a like you're doing you know 140, 150 k's an hour, either top of third or in fourth gear, and just going, oh, I'm going to throw it at a concrete wall and hope for the best. And then um, this is definitely one of those layouts that separates the men from the boys, so to say, with uh, with that entry and um, like you know you look at like it was basically what Jake. And Aussie last round that had that entry absolutely dialed and they were snapping it to 90 degrees or beyond and then just standing on the throttle and driving through the whole corner. And uh, that's definitely, that's the point where you need to be if you want to be contending uh, for the win in L1 this weekend. Yeah, and particularly, yeah, like you said, driving the car away from going off the track because I know when I go up to that corner, like with the, the layout we ran last time, I could go into it and sort of you work your way to it and end up where you want to be in increments. You always had a, a pretty strong idea of where you were going to end up with this layout that we're going into this time. Each time I drove towards it, I'm like, man, I just really hope this works out because you're going in there so fast and so much commitment. And it only takes a moment of hesitation for you not to be on the throttle when you should be, or just get the line slightly wrong. And you're no longer going around the outside of the track. You're going straight off it. So Certainly uh, going to be a testament to uh, anyone that manages to pull laps like Jake's, Jake Jones did in last, um, the what was that, best uh, top 10 shootout. Yeah, those sort yeah. of laps, uh, if you can pull those, it's going to be pretty damn impressive and you're going to get a long way through the competition. Yeah, which is also interesting as well because the guys that all nailed this layout last time, we are talking about Jake, um, Aussie and Miller, Either or like none of those guys are running this round. So um, obviously Jake had a car issue and is building another motor. Um, Ozzy and, and Scotty are both just taking time off to focus on being adults. 
um, for some reason. I don't know why you do that, but <laughs> yeah, you don't need so to do that. It kind of it kind of leaves that um, that opportunity open to see uh, see some fresh faces making themselves uh, into the top eight and into the uh, into the podium, I reckon as well. Yeah, and it's pretty easy to make mistakes on this layout, and particularly like as you get tighter towards the end of turn one and it gets sort of into that dog leg of two corners a lot of people end up out in the dirt out there and you only need one or two little mistakes out in that area and you've thrown away your whole weekend as i sort of figured out recently so yeah it's certainly uh going to be a, a test then you've got the next corner which is the left hander and i think a lot of people don't realize how wide they actually have to stay on that corner and actually run the outside line around that uh, that left-hander. A lot of people seem to, to cut further into the riffle strip there. Yeah, and let's not forget in between that as well, like where turn one tightens down in radius. It's actually deceptively tricky through there. Like it's really easy to um, to wash through there if you're trying to carry too much speed or you cut them on a too tight of a line through turn one um, to, to blow off the outside of that, um, that tighter part. So uh, the whole layout is very deceptively tight and technical as um, get further into it. Yeah. I think the, la- the last two corners are, are reasonably simple. Um, the only thing we really saw, I reckon, in those last two corners is people coming out of the second left-hander and getting themselves choked up before they turned into the right-hander. I think we might have seen that from... Uh, who's the guy? I, <laughs> I, I know. I know no, um, no one can remember names tonight, I know we? Alex Gilmore did it, Chase. Yeah. already cooking L2 Alex. and ended up like well and truly in the dirt because he basically got booty slapped by VYSS into uh, into the dirt. So All I could remember when, when I was trying to think of Alex's name then was that his car looked like a shoe. <laughs> oh, and Alex <laughs> New Balance more. <laughs> yeah, so the rest of the track, I mean, that's normal second gear sort of stuff. I don't think that's there's too much of a test there, but you've got to be on the door still through that first more difficult section to still you know, get decent points and be close enough to the car ahead in the, the last part. So certainly uh, going to be a pretty interesting layout again for uh, for guys to get their head around. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, well, it's going to be a pretty short podcast, I reckon, this one. Yeah, yeah, we're really banging through banging through these like six points that you had. <laughs> uh, I don't um, think we'd be going this quickly. Normally, with three of us, yeah, normally there's a, a lot longer, more, a lot more waffling. But I think uh, one thing we can talk as well, like uh, as well as being bumper amounts of cars, is pro route, uh, pro rides this round as well. So um, I get to talk about myself. I love doing that. But um, there's eight cars doing pro rides. So last round there was three, and this round there's eight. So um, you've got uh, Dean and Dan and Landon, uh, which are our, our regulars. Uh, Simon Michael Moore is back as well in the uh, the GT86. Uh, we've also got Cliff Clayson coming out in the RX7 to uh, to do some pro rides as well, as well as Dan Hollands in the 350Z. Tim Greaves in his VYSSU, or, sorry VZSSU, and myself in the Paddle Pop Machine. So uh, yeah, there's going to be uh, plenty of seats going around in the pro rides, and I think even they are um, pretty much almost out as well. So. Uh, it's crazy the amount of people that are keen to come jump in, a, in the passenger seat of a drift car and experience uh, drifting at the bend. Yeah, well, it's, it's definitely one of the cheaper motorsports experiences that you can get when you look at, you know, going for a lap in around the international track at the bend or any other bits and pieces like drive days at um, mm. Malala. So 
Yeah, certainly great to see so many of those. Eight cars is going to be a lot easier because I know that I've had to jump in and do quite a few pro rides um, because they've run out of cars and they've got too many people interested. So, uh, yeah, good to see that bit bit of extra preparation. I won't be able to do any pro rides this time because I don't actually have a passenger seat. So don't come around to me if you're running out. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you want to sit on a fire extinguisher or on top of the fuel. Passenger seat's the best part of a drift car, mate. I mean, yeah, passenger seat, it's just a race car. Yeah, well, I actually have to build mounts. And, oh, yeah. you know, it's not high on the list. It's like, get the car running, mm. then passenger seat. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I'll get one. Don't worry, I'll get one. Just not yet. <laughs> um, and top three predictions. So, this is probably going to be the hardest part. Yeah. Because I've got four in mind, but I don't think I can... Drop one. Oh, oh. Getting it, getting four down to three. Yeah. So we're talking uh, obviously L1 at the moment. Yeah. Well, oh. let's go through the people that we, I sort of have up on the screen here. All right. So we've got your brother. All right. Well, so we get in, in car number order. That's probably the easiest way. Uh, yeah. Car number order. That, mm-hmm. that doesn't work. Let's go with that. So got your brother coming out. Yep. Let let's see if uh, well either oh, so of us are we just can make just, top sixteen. Are we going to drag this out by doing a form guide? Are we? Yeah, we'll do a oh, form shit, guide. We're only twenty two minutes in. <laughs> and I, I'm trying to figure out filler here, oh. man. Work with oh. me. All right, yeah, all right. Let's let's do that. Let's do a know, form, let's do a form guide. It. Let's let's really make some friends. <laughs> so your brother didn't make was it didn't make top sixteen last time. Mm-hmm. He was out with hanging out with me. Yeah. I reckon he's got his eye in though. Yeah. Um. So Jack's one of them people that like he um he drives um really emotionally. So like if he's in the right frame and he's he's got it down, like he can he can take like you know I've you know, seen him podium events and and win events. Um. When he had when he has his his mind into it, but if he's um if his head's not in the right space, he um he tends to struggle a little bit. So um, Jack's a bit of a wild card. I I reckon. If he gets it down and he's just in the zone, I don't see any reason why he can't take it to the podium. Yep. Or we just need to tell him it's best of the rest at the start of the day. Yeah, basically. And he'll he'll be on the podium for sure. I uh, got Mitch Doyle. He's left his car down here after uh, round one, and uh, so he can come and do all these rounds nice and easy because he's uh he's up from uh, oh he lives up in NT, so he's uh, he's got the supercharged V8. Beast, ready to rock, I'd assume. That thing can be bloody quick at times. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll the, see, the car, the we'll see how he goes with that. It's an absolute smoke machine. So, um, it's one of those things that um, Mitch is definitely improving every time he drives as well. So, um, he's, he's getting up there. And um, I don't know I don't know if a podium's in the cards, but I can definitely see him getting himself inside the top eight if he has a good run. Yeah, I think top eight and maybe top four if he has a, a, a good day. That car's pretty gripped up, but I'm I'm not sure if sometimes it's so gripped up it's he, a bit hard to drive. Like someone someone like Brody in a in a slow car. Yeah. Well I know when I've driven behind it before, he only needs to breathe on the throttle and the car jumps forward. So hmm. sometimes those those cars are you know easy to get on door, but they can also be a, a real handful at times. Uh Kale Scott, he's one of my four that I can't get rid of. Yeah, I can definitely. You can never count out Kale. Definitely. Um, the the issue, I, the only thing I see with Kale that would like you know, maybe cause a bit of detriment 
is Kale's um, over-ambition on entries. It's why he seems to do really well on that layout where you enter on the bowl because it's it's a much more um, sedate entry. He can't really throw it like too aggressively. He can't whereas, get to overexcited. Yeah, whereas Kale, like uh, Kale on a fourth gear entry, is is an absolute sight to see. Mainly because you want to know if he's going to stay on the track or not. So um, yeah, he he could end up anyway. Yeah. He could end up perfect on the track. He could end up in the fence. Yeah, basically, basically. <laughs> so uh, that's that's Kale's only like oh, I'm not too sure thing. But yeah, other than that, if he manages to keep it on the black stuff, easy podium. Yeah, uh, Nathan Greenhill, fresh from. Uh, keep it right and readjusting his uh, rear quarters. I think uh, he's, he's the second of my four that I can't yeah. drop. Obviously he's, uh, his, his chase driving is, is what gets him through um, everything like super aggressive. He's probably one of, if not the most aggressive chase drivers in SA at the moment. So that's what gets him through the, um, through the battles. He's just going to uh, make sure he keeps those uh, lead runs in check. Yep, for sure. So I think he's, yeah, he's one of my... He came sec, second, second, second last, last round. round. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got Adam Mayello. Mayello. And the uh, the red... Adam, Adam, my car is so slow, Mayello, and then, like, just absolutely walked half the cars in the field. Yep. Yeah. So I reckon he's he's pretty good for a top eight. For sure, he's been driving really well recently um, from what I've seen. So I reckon he's, he's not in my top four, but I think... Definitely, definitely. He'd be hard pressed to say top eight material. And if he has a good run, you could see him in the top four. Yep. Uh, Hayden with his new car. Yeah, and he's he's getting to grips with it now as well. He's he's driving it pretty much. I'd I'd say he's actually driving this car better than he drove the thirty three at this point. Um, The car just seems to have a little bit more grip as well. Um, So it's definitely something to watch, and. it's good to see him drive a car that's so pretty and not be afraid to, to get on Thor and, and make a mess of it and then spend the next three weeks bashing the court back out and getting it millimetre perfect once again. Yeah, so he's also been doing the vast majority of um, yeah track days. and He's been driving you know, a lot. days. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been driving a lot. So he's, he's got, got a lot of... Uh, sure. Yeah, a new car, but it's, he's got quite a few kilometres under his belt now. Um, David Madden, Madden who's... Uh, Got back out there recently. He had a bit of a hiatus, him and his uh, JZX. Yeah, out repping Boogie Night. So um, it's good to see Dave back out there. Again, if he has a good run, I can see him um, popping himself into the top eight for sure. Uh, it's just one of those things, obviously, he's been away for a little while. So once he gets that out, he gets his eye back in, gets that bit more seat time under his belt and gets comfortable again. Like some of the runs he did um, in um, Best of the Rest and stuff on the um, on the weekend last round, really good to watch. Yeah, has he done this layout before? I am not too sure. I know he's done the um the back layout twice. Because obviously there was last round and then I'm pretty sure he did it last year and um and put it in the wall from memory. I know I, I know it was a JZX one hundred that put it I think it was his. But Yeah, because um, 'cause trying to get to grips with this layout with only a night prac and uh, two sessions in the morning is certainly gonna be a bit of an ask. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we'll see. How we, I'm not sure if he has driven this layout before, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how quickly he adapts if he hasn't uh, driven it. Uh, Kurt with the uh, the R31, mm-hmm. he uh, he ran out of fuel in front of me last time, <laughs> <laughs> caused a few issues. But uh, again, he's a, a top eight potential. 
Oh yeah, definitely top eight potential. Um, obviously that's a pretty much stock twenty five in that thirty one from memory. Um, I think it's just you know just tune and off you go. I think it's still top turbo and everything. So uh, a little bit underpowered, kind of like the same situation you were in with the CA one eighty, like that low two hundred kilowatt range. So maybe a little bit lacking in the power department. Uh, car's definitely not not a slouch, but um, just you know obviously lacks the angle and speed and smoke and the razzle dazzle that you see from some of the other cars, which kind of you know does hurt a little bit when it comes to judging and stuff like that, especially with your lead runs. Yeah, and he's been getting more and more aggressive too. I've noticed on his uh, his, his chase runs. Super aggressive, but again, it's just that is that um, low power, sh- shallow angle, very like bitey aggressive chasing, which is great to watch. But again, it's not the, the, the highest scoring thing in the world as well. Yeah, and you also like with the like I, I had to go through was you can't afford particularly on this layout to uh, get too far behind when you're coming into the first corner because if you lose you know a car length, you're going to struggle to gain that back. So, so that's uh, something you'll probably have to keep in mind. Uh, Jason Ferrin's back. Yep. In his, I'm guessing it's his 33. Yeah, the... I'm assuming it's the 33. So, the uh, 15 um, exhaust pipes, the, screamer uh, pipes the, out the, of the... the quad screamer. So it's just four external gates that can go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a um, it's an interesting concept for sure. But I think um, Jason got a little bit of a uh, a shock when he came over last round because um, he came in talking the moon. Oh, he about, was talking about it. what he was what he was going to do to us, and then um, really got chewed up and spit out by the SA drift machine. But uh, I think he's he's not going to come back again and and uh, be be caught cross footed like he was last round. So um, I've I've got him as a dark horse for a podium. He's yep. um he's definitely got the skill. Uh, it's just um maybe he's going to come over and actually have um have the the drive behind him this time rather than just coming across thinking he's got to walk in the park. Again, he's another one that's going to have to learn this layout, which we know takes a bit of time to get your head around. So he'll uh, he'll also be contending with that. Yeah. For sure. uh, next on the list, Matty Ween. He's uh, got the what is it? A Falcon FG, Ute, Barra FG Ute. Barra Ute. It's Darren Gunn's old Ute. Yep. So, uh, it's a a capable car, definitely a capable car. And uh, Matty is one of those guys. So Matty dominated L two uh, two years ago, and then um, so much so that he actually he won L two with the round to spare. Jumped into L1 for the final round of the season to to give it a crack, and then exploded his car. Um, so which really sucked. But then, of course, he's now bought Darren's Ute. He's put some time into it. Obviously, he's had some teething issues as well. Um, just typical barrel barrel stuff, like them spitting the flywheel out. And um, yeah, so he's come to grips with it. Obviously, it's had he's had to put a lot of money into it, and he's he's had a year off, which is great to see because Matty's done a lot of work behind the scenes um, in his time off driving. So. Um, it's great to see Matty out there and having a crack at driving again, and um, hopefully he comes to grips with the car. And you know, if he has a if he has a good run, you can, there's no reason you can't see him hit the top eight. Yeah, I mean he's been a big part of uh, drifting SA and getting the everything ready for the event. So it's good to see him jump back behind the wheel and uh, yeah, have a have a crack. That car's a, it's a big one to to be chucking around out there, but it's got plenty of power and. He's been driving it quite a lot, not necessarily in comps, but he's been doing skid pan days and I can see him getting more and more comfortable in the car. So, yeah, that's going to be a, 
he's going to be one to watch out for. I think the main thing for him, I reckon he's got he's got the skill and he's got the, the car to do pretty well and get in that top eight. Just keeping those nerves because this is going to be his first yeah. uh, L1 yeah. and uh, seat comp, time as so. well. Like he hasn't had a lot of seat time in that car. Pretty much every time he's gone to drive it, it's, it's broken. So, um, which I think Darren had a lot of issues with as well. I think that car um, has some liability gremlins. So, hopefully, fingers crossed, he doesn't do a Hemmings and he gets a, a whole day's driving under his belt. Even you know, even if he doesn't place well or whatever, just getting the seat time and the driving is going to help immensely. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, uh, Lyndon Reynolds with the R34 Silver True. Capacity fitness? Yes. And Did I get that right? Triple A Aardvark Asphalt. Oh, good job. I'm surprised you... <laughs> I can just remember... I got a mental picture of his car and I can read yeah. off that. But... I remember the Triple A Asphalt is, is a very standout thing. But yeah, I think oh, it is true. Uh, true capacity fitness. Don't don't um, murder us. If we're... But, um, <laughs> so, Lyndon's an interesting one because obviously Lyndon's been around for such a long time. Came back when, when the Ben came back and the State Series started again and Obviously came in with that old school style and then really learned quickly, oh, this is not the way that we drive anymore. We drive like this. And then he got really good at driving the way that everyone's driving now. And then last round came in and he drove really well, really precisely, but not aggressively enough. And it was the thing that everyone noticed you know, watching his, his transitions and stuff. He was just leaving that little bit of safety margin. And um, he went, oh, why, why didn't I do so well? Because I don't think he made the top 16. And he goes, why didn't I do well? And like, I drove really well. And he did drive really well. But it's just that that little bit of aggression that he was missing, especially on that layout, because that layout is simple. It's um, it's a lot more um, basic in terms of what you do as a chase car. So you have to be on door to get through. Whereas this one, especially through the, the entry, we're not you're not expected to be tapping door on entry because it's obviously so fast and so um, so aggressive. But that second half of the course is where you're going to expect to see cars on the door again. So uh, I think uh, Lyndon's probably gone away, done some research, done some homework, and um, he's going to be out ready and raring to go. Yeah, I think he, that was probably one of the things that surprised him when I was speaking to him. Is he 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 knew that maybe it wasn't quite as good in areas, but he thought, generally speaking, he was very close to the people that made it through. But with the field being so tight and so packed, it didn't take much to be pushed. It only it only took being being a meter and a half off the bumper on a transition as opposed to being half a meter off the bumper. That was that was the difference. Um, it just shows how high the level of driving in SA is at the moment, especially in that L one category. Like you've got to be driving like at full commitment every lap, otherwise you're not going to make it through. Yeah, so I expect a little bit of a. I don't know, mental shift there. I reckon he's going to be, he knows that he's got that in the back of his head yeah. and he's going to be gunning for it from the start. So 100%. we'll see, we'll see if that happens, but I reckon, um, yeah, he'll be one to watch. You reckon he, he's going to, he's going to want to true capacity. What was, I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, he's going to be over true capacity. Yeah, that one. All right. <laughs> ne- next up, um, our good friend, friend of the podcast, Tom Hemmings. In the um, associated Hemmings transport, I think he's bringing the thirty-three. From what I um I saw, he's still um still in the backup car. He comes with this massive caveat: he could do well in the top eight. He could maybe even get a top four mm. if things 
hold together. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's <laughs> the key, that's the big caveat. There's there's plenty of driver skill there. Yeah. It's it's making it through the event that is is more of an issue than the uh He can make it the to skill. the top eight if his car makes it to the top eight, is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with that. So it is one of those things that yeah, you go driver skill is, is all there if the machine can make it, if mm. the machine is willing. Speaking of cars, cut like people's cars making it through the uh, the event. Up next is Adam Dermody. So um, it's that's whether his car's going to start in the morning before the event. Um, sometimes the question. But um, again, Adam's so good to watch out. It's so good to watch Adam drive, um, and he has a very unique style, and it's great to watch. He's uh, he's definitely got the uh, the ability to to win battles, and um, it's just whether he can keep it all together and keep the car in one piece as well and um, see if he can make his way through to the top 16. Yeah, I mean, I was having a chat to Dave after, not to Dave, um, to Adam, and he was talking to me about, because it's Dave's car, mm. um, who sadly passed away, mm. and he was talking to me how, you know, he wants to keep the car like Dave had it, and yeah. Yeah. so that that means keeping it low and, and it's doing a, it's certain a bit, bits like, and it's pieces. Not, it's not the most ideal setup if you want to win competitions, but Dave's not out of You've made me do it. Uh, oh, we're going Adam really well. Is out, he's, he's, not out here to, he's not out here to win competitions. He's out here to drive and have fun doing it and have fun doing it in his style. And um, end of the day, that's what he's there to do. And he has fun doing it. And that's what we want to see. Yeah. And that he was saying that uh, that car is basically a, a rolling, driving, drifting memorial to his yeah, brother. 100%, 100%. So that, that's kind of really cool to me. So, uh, and yeah, that car's pretty iconic around south australia yeah definitely uh next up your mate yeah another another Brody. completely iconic car a vyss commodore he's taken <laughs> the reins from uh, adam wood on the 69 yeah he, he got straight onto that he um he was like oh yeah i want that one so uh yeah no, he's it's gonna be interesting to see how Brody goes um he made top eight yeah he made top yep. eight got knocked out by um Tom Monkhouse went through three cars, but he drove his car. Um, it bow broke the power steering rack, like snapped the rack. Um, borrowed uh, our other friend Jamie's BYSS, went out first corner, exploded both drive shafts, clicking clutch. Um, and then borrowed Jack's car and battled Tom Hem- uh, Tom, Hem- Tom Monkhouse um, with obviously zero laps of driving in, in Jack's car and uh, put up a pretty strong effort, but Tom was on fire. That round one, so um, but yeah, Brody, another driver, another person that complains about his car being slow, so I'm probably a little bit more founded. Um, good old Commodore semi trailing IRS isn't your best friend, and um, especially if you run it low, which he does as well. So, again, it's a that um, Adam Dermody kind of thing, like maybe sacrificing a little bit of or a little bit of function for form. So, um, but it is what it is, but uh, he's got the skill. Um, I reckon he's got the skill to put it in the top four if he get gets it right. It's um, whether he can um, pedal that big girl around and and keep up with some of the faster guys. That's the uh, the big question. Yeah, I think that's the case. I mean, the, the car's obviously not going to be as fast, but ultimately, it's probably more down to the driver than the car anyway. And uh, he does a pretty good job of steering that Commodore around. He knows where the front and ass end are, so. Yeah, I think he can, he's another one that could make it in the top eight. I'm pretty sure we're going to say that about most people yeah, the way that we're yeah, going. No, so. we're, not, we're not just going to roll and go, nah, he's, he's, he's got no hope at all. Because, you know, that wouldn't be very 
nice. That wouldn't be very nice, no. <laughs> that's what I say when I commentate. That that's that's commentated me and Ben. Well, there's that pretty much everyone here has some some yeah. form of chance, or we've seen them in you know top eight or at least the top sixteen a whole bunch. It's a so. stacked field. It's yeah. It's not like you know people coming in going oh yeah you got no fucking hope, but you know. Speaking of no fucking hope. <laughs> Yes. How'd you go at so, ta- how'd you go at round one, Tate? Oh great. Yeah. Great. Uh, uh, my prediction is he does the same he does the same at round that. two. <laughs> nah, nah. So I've used, I just wanted I, to it, give everyone a, a proper go. I, I used my drop round early. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. I d I didn't want to give uh, anyone that used their drop round later, you know. Uh, any ben, Ben's form guide for Tate. Um you can't do your own form guide. Um obviously only when you talk about your you, yeah, oh yeah, you got to talk shit about yourself, but yeah, obviously new car, um, so you're still you know having some teething issues like with the alternator and stuff like that. So there's obviously the possibility of having more more teething issues like that. But um, from watching you at Malala, um, giving giving it the shakedown, you're already looking pretty comfortable in it. So um, let's hope that you do better than you did at round one. But um, the car, you've got not going to be hard. The car looks good. Um, the car looks fast. Car looks snappy. Um, if you can get your head around it, around the bend on that layout, um, the the car you can't use the car as an excuse to hold like holding you back anymore. That car's definitely got the potential, but get your fair way up the field, I reckon. Yeah, no, I'm not sure what I'm going to do without an excuse now. Mm. I've, I should shouldn't have built it, shouldn't yeah. have got rid of my excuse, just coasted <laughs> on that. <laughs> but no, yeah, that one it's it's feeling pretty good when I have had a chance to drive it, and um, she's pretty snappy compared to the old 180. So. Very keen to go and uh, see what she does. I haven't done a single chase lap in it yet, so I guess I'll learn that one on the fly. Black. <laughs> uh, next up, two heavy hitters. We've got Dale Campaign, number 78. Yep. Again, he's one of my top four that I can't yep. get rid of. Yep. And uh, I think there's a pretty good chance he ends up in a, in a final, as long as he... Um, yeah, doesn't have any issues. I think he was put through a, a pretty tough, uh, you know, road for for round one, yeah. where he got uh, fourteen million reruns and other bits and pieces. So, so Dale is Mister Consistent. Like that's that's how you describe Dale campaign. And um, again, got himself up into the top four at round one, and then got out by Greenhill just from Greenhill being more aggressive and being more aggressive on the chase and dooring him the whole way, basically. Um, it's that that case of there's Dale, of course, he's not going to make a mistake. Never, he doesn't. I'm going to say never, but you know, very, very rare to make a mistake. It's just that that aggression factor, same as we saw with Lyndon, um, that needs to push him through. That's that's his really only weak spot at the moment. Is um, is that a yeah, little bit more aggression, especially when we start talking about top four and finals and stuff like that. Yep, next we got on the list another one of my top four that I can't get rid of. Obviously, he won the uh, the last event, so it would be bloody hard to uh, take him out of the top four list. That is uh, Tom Monkhouse. Yeah. He's in, uh, well, RB25 White Sephiro. Yeah, A31 Sephiro with the Pro Mod Manny. Sounds amazing. So, um, unequal, uh, yeah, you put a mid-mountain on SR with the, the unequal length headers and it sounds bad. Uh, gotta get shot for that one. Anyway, um, but yeah, put unequal length headers on a pro mod and um, put the turbo behind the headlight and an RV. It sounds absolutely tits, and that's the best thing about that car. 
and then um, he can steer it pretty good as well with uh, Monkey House. Yeah, and he he's loving it. I did a um, driver interview with him before round one, and he's just loving being back in the mm. scene. He was doing lawn mile racing, which he thought was a bit too dangerous. <laughs> considering uh, the motocross engines they put in them. But, uh, yeah, so he's having a good time. Um, yeah, I don't think that car's anything too special. It's pretty no, run-of-the-mill. It's just a, a combination of all the right parts and, and gets it done. Like, it's, you know, it's not... I don't know. I don't even think it's just... I think it's just got, you know, normal jack-spec coilovers. Like, it doesn't have, like, shock works. doesn't have all the fancy stuff. It's got some knuckles in it. It's got some half-decent coilovers and... And it's got the uh, the driver mod, and that's the main thing that you need. Yep, they're a car that is, I think, sufficient. Yeah. In in pretty much every word, and it's got a pretty damn good driver behind the wa- behind the wheel. So, um, next we got down here, uh, Adam Wood. That's the, the opposite the green of machine. saying a car that's just sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, oh, he's a father now, so we'll see if that slows him down at all. Mm. No, he's he's probably got better reflexes now from chasing the kid around. <laughs> Try not He'll to be drop sleep it. sleep deprived but sharp. <laughs> so yeah, it's great to see Woody back in the um in the tennis ball, and um he's gonna be just rolling around dropping a smoke screen wherever he goes. He's one of those drivers that knows how to flat foot turn one as well. Um, maybe flat foot with both feet with the um the left foot brake cranking as well as he's uh, as he's known to do. But uh, it's gonna it's gonna be good to see how quickly uh, shakes off that ring rust and the sleep deprivation. Are we taking bets on how long the rear window lasts? Uh, I don't know. Those odds are probably shorter than um, Dale making the top four. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be putting money on it. But at some point in time, it's pretty much guaranteed mm-hmm. to see that thing soaring across pit lane. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, right, we've got a we've got a couple more to go. Since we're, we're we're pushed into forty six minutes now, we've done. Yeah, it's good. That's just a good number time. of filler. Good time filling. We spent more time just talking about the people doing round two than anything else. So that's. Good. I know we're nailing good, it. Good podcast. Uh, good good content. Uh, so Bo Peach. I'm not sure if that's how you say uh, his surname. That's how. Hake. Oh, close yeah. enough. I'm glad you're covering. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I've had I've had many a conversation with um Bo about that. Because it's like cake, but with a P. I'm like, oh, so it's cape. <laughs> it's like, no, you idiot. <laughs> so he's got the, uh, what, Ebola. Ebola. It's an EB Falcon um, with a turbo four liter. Not a barra. Still a four liter. Um, with an Aussie four speed. Yeah. So, yeah. Top so uh, one of the two. Yeah, oh, he's right. been working on uh, a lock kit or something for yeah, him. Yeah, oh, that thing is just shed built. Glory, bastardized. I don't know all all those words you can do, but also um, Bo does like CNC work for like for work. So um, it's it's a shed built car, but also he has access to CNC machinery. So you know, but yeah, put those two together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a it's backyarder, mm. but prospect backyarder. It's 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 prospect Murray Bridge backyarding. <laughs> So he got into the top eight last mm. round. He took it to Dale campaign. For yeah, like seventeen. Quite re-runs. a few reruns. Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, another one to watch out for. Yeah. He was L two. Yep. So last he was year? he was the same as Brody came across with Brody at the start of the year for L one. 
Um, unlike Brody, um, he didn't win any rounds, but he was always like up near the uh, the pointy end of the field, and the car was still NA at that point. So you know, making I don't know 120, 130 kilowatts that, and he slapped the big turbo on it and tuned it up, and it makes 300 and something kilowatts now. And um, it definitely is not of uh, speed, that's for sure. Yep. Uh, next on our list, Scott Roberts, the blue. Well, we're talking about this before. Look at DJ Onyx. S13.5 or 0.4 or S13.4. It's got the, the S14 front. Uh, Mr. Custom Import. So it's good to see Scotty back out there. It's been a little bit little bit of a, a break for competition for him, but he has been out and driving. So um, he's definitely not going to be rusty when it comes uh, to steering that car. And um, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how much he's driven the bend. I know he's driven Malar a lot, but I don't know. Um, I think he did Locktoberfest. Um, like a couple of years ago when that was. and I've seen him out there before, but most of the times I've seen him, he's done the first couple of sessions and then something's broken on the car. So Yeah, yeah. So that's probably why I'm saying he hasn't done a lot of competition because his car doesn't seem to make it to competition. Nah, so we'll see. I think he also had some issues the other day at uh, at Prac. So mm. he's uh, obviously got a few gremlins to, to work out with that car, ah, or at least cars, from the right? very who'd, limited... Who'd well, have we've looked cars? At... Break it all the time. <laughs> Crap. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, obviously another good driver, top eight, but, yeah, a little bit of a, a question mark over reliability, at least from what we've seen. Hmm. That car may be the most reliable thing when we're just not looking at it. Nah, Might be our fault. Nah, probably not. I've got him on Facebook. Uh, I see how much he whinges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, broke it again. <laughs> uh, Adam May, he's got the white AAA Asphalt's uh, JZX100. Hmm. He did, was he top eight last time? Pretty sure he made top eight, yeah. Um, he's another one of those old school drivers that came back and um, has really another. figured figured out how to turn it on as well. So um, he is he's great to watch. He's got uh, really solid lead runs. Um, sometimes his chase work lets him down a little bit, um, but it's definitely, definitely the leads is his strong point and working on those chases. Um, I could easily see him making top eight again. Not too sure about all getting to the top four, but uh, definitely top eight material. Yeah, I don't know that car. It's probably not as long as a Commodore, but it looks it's looks exact, quite it's, long. It's exactly the same wheelbase as, as my car as a second gen. Yeah, yeah, and I can sometimes as, see that with the later model one. You can sort of sometimes see that with the driving through it because he's very steady on the lead. Um, yeah. being a longer wheelbase car, but yeah. sometimes it's a bit more difficult to yeah. chase and get up on doors, particularly yeah. when the car's a bit smaller. So yeah, cars of that size, you don't you don't really um like you don't manhandle them like you do an S chassis. You kind of just go go over there somewhere, please, and the car goes oh, okay and goes across. <laughs> and you go <laughs> go over there, and he's like no, and spins out. <laughs> uh, so second last car that we're going to talk about, Dan Weston. I think he went through the ranks of L2 recently, and now he's hmm. stepped up. So he's another alumni from last year's L2. So Dan Weston is the um, it's, it's like falling falling upwards. Like he didn't enter L2. Um, he was um, given the wild card entry from DSA from the prac that they had the night before first round of L2, and they went they picked the driver that was driving. Went, ah, oh, you've got an entry into L2. Give it a crack. And he did it, and he won. And then he come back to round two, and he won. And then he come back to round three, and I think he did pretty well until the car broke. 
they come back for round four in Phil Branson's car and then broke that memory. And then, um, so he didn't do like two rounds and he still, I think, won the L2 championship last year. I think he still managed to edge out Sam Christian um, forever the bridesmaid. And um, so, yeah, he's he's not welcome back in L2, I guess you could say, is, is the way to put it. Like, obviously, um, you can't come and dominate a couple of rounds and then expect to um, to stay a big fish, a big fish in a small pond. Um, just like Brody had the same thing, came through the last two rounds of the year and, and won both of those. Um, yeah, same with Matty Wayne too. Matty Wayne as well, like won I think three out of the four rounds he did, um, and then moved on to L one. So um, it's one of those things, you know. That's why L two is for L two is for the guys to you know, have it go without worrying about someone coming through and just dominating the round. So uh, he's definitely got the potential to get up there. Hopefully, um, obviously had some time to to get the car sorted, ready to go again. I know that car is no slouch, and um, he's good mates with Branson and all that. So um, that car is very along the lines of uh, of their style of car. And we know Phil's car is an absolute rocket ship when he's out driving as well. But definitely no slouch of a car and no slouch of a driver. Yeah, and uh, last on our list, and I can't say I know a lot about um, this uh, this driver, but Brendan O'Grady. Bogger. He's, he's, oh, Bogger. he's our token Victorian. There uh, we go. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, That's, makes, makes I a just, lot more I'm sense. I'm so now. used to seeing Bogger. Yeah, so uh, Mr. Bogstock conversions, um, Zoo performance, Zignova, Bling designs, all the all the things. So um, Bogger did really well over at Keep It Reet last round um, in his other car in the Hulk, which in a hundred hour bloody dog box winter's dift like you know pro car basically um, oh so it's sufficient too so that yeah, that so he's not bringing that over though he's bringing over the jzx 100 which i think is a little bit more tame it's more built around running radials whereas you know a 1400 horsepower car on 240 treadwear radials is probably you know not a fun thing to drive so yeah um he's come over before he did one of the rounds at malala from memory and and did okay. He's he's a uh, decent driver. Definitely um, someone that's going to represent Victoria in a in a good way. And uh, hopefully we can get himself up top eight and have a good run. Yep. I mean we're cramming a lot pe- a lot of people in this top eight. Yeah, but you know, there's. <laughs> but yeah, um, you're there's, right. There's people. There's yeah. There's you get you, you have your two things. Like we got the people that we're expecting in the top four. Then we got the people that we expected the top eight. And we're like, oh, yeah, if they have a good run, they'll make top four. And, you know, they should be top eight. And we've got the guys like, yeah, you know, you have a good run, you get in the top eight kind of thing. And then that's, you know, the lowest, basically. We're not going to come up and go, oh, no, nah, he's shit. <laughs> he's going to do he's gonna do absolute crap. Is that right, bro? Yeah, you're nah, right. he's doing all right. No, it's good to see Bogger. He's, well. he's always uh, excited. Hmm. Whenever I've been around him, he's just excited to be behind yeah, the he's, wheels. He's, pa- so, he's passionate about drifting. and. Pretty much everybody that's doing this round is passionate about drifting. No one's here just doing it for the sake of doing it. Like everyone's here because they want to do it and they're having fun. So that's yeah. He's been doing a lot of the high tech stuff and mm. bits and mm. pieces. He's a like busy man. He's, he's definitely um he's definitely putting his eggs in every single basket there is. So um it's good. You know, obviously if you can get around it and and get your cars to all these events, then why wouldn't you? I guess. Yeah, I know. I didn't have to drive as far. I'd probably go to a bunch more mm. events, mm. maybe Drift Masters if, or something. If I, think I that's had more money, <laughs> I'd drive all the time. But I am poor. 
Yep, I know the feeling. Mm. Uh, all right, well, that rounds out our entrance. We've managed to fill 56 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Go no, that, we We've literally spent more time talking shit about people. Than, well, I guess the whole podcast has been talking shit about people. That's the whole point of it, isn't it? Yeah, if we didn't have talking shit about people, then yeah. we wouldn't have much left to talk about. Yeah. It's like, oh, what have you been doing, man? I drive truck. <laughs> what have you been doing, Tate? I service docks. Docks. I send people to service docks. Yeah. I sit at a computer all day and go, yeah. that one. You go there. You, you go, go there. there. You do this. No, why you no go there? You go there. But yeah. And then I go, oh, shit, I didn't mean to send you there. Yeah. Go for there. No, I, mean, I, swear, I swear I sent you there in the first place. <laughs> yeah, it's not my fault. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, you just misread the message, I swear. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll see you in a few days because it's not too mm. long until we're actually going to be out there. Are you coming to do the school? Are you teaching at school? Uh, 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 teaching's probably a strong word. Um, but I'll I'll try and be there in the morning to um help out wherever I'm needed to help, and then um yeah, and have the car ready and stuff to go for me to break it probably straight away. As well, you um, can, I've been doing lately, you can go on the drift school car. That's yeah, the experience. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. But but yeah, no, it's um this weekend we should plug this because I'm assuming you're gonna have this out ready to go tomorrow, hopefully. It's nine o'clock, man. No, nah, yeah, not, probably... like tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night, yeah. I can no, no, you, tomorrow. As yeah. in, as in twelve, twelve oh one a.m. tomorrow, Tate is when we want to see this one out. But, Pulling it all nighter. Yeah. So what? Tomorrow's uh, Wednesday. Oh, my days all out of whack because it's bloody public holiday. So yeah, this weekend anyway. It'll be out this week. So this weekend, if you haven't got tickets already, you've missed the early bird. So it's going to cost you like an extra ten bucks or something. But buy your tickets online. Because if you get to the gate, you don't have a ticket. You're going to have to buy your ticket online anyway um, because fun COVID stuff. So grab your tickets online. Uh, if there's still pro rides left, grab your pro ride tickets. Um, DriftingSA.com.au slash tickets should take you straight there. Um, what else have we got going on there? We got... Come, come get on the wall. Yeah, come get, on, get the on the wall. The wall. They're going to have, the... have the RC guys there doing a display again. Um uh, we're also going to have the drift simulator set up with Aussie Drift Co. down um, underneath uh, the race control and all that in the welcome center. So jump on a, um, I think it's like ten bucks or fifteen bucks or something for a, for a session. So jump on the simulators, give it a go yourself, um, see how hard it actually is. <laughs> um, of course, yeah, I've, I've tried it and I immediately crashed. Yeah, so. there'll be food and drinks and stuff in the welcome center. There's going to be fresh merch, which is good because my West End. Not West End shirt has um, seen better days, so I need to get some not iced coffee shirts. And uh, <laughs> those shirts are pretty good. I don't even they're, they're iced killer, so, I was um, Don't expect any three XLs to be left because I'm going to buy them all. But um, yeah, definitely keen. I'm more keen on the merch than anything else, to be honest. Yeah, no, nah, should be a good weekend. Be there, park and ride on the wall. All the other stuff that Ben mentioned. Yeah. And uh, can't we'll be out there. As, oh, sorry, yeah. If you can't make it as well, um, there will be obviously a live stream as well. So follow uh, yeah. Drifting SA on Facebook live stream, and you'll be able to hear more of this all day. Um, of course, I'll be joined by Danny as well, and um, the shit talking will increase tremendously. 
and my mispronunciation of words will also increase tremendously. Yeah, it's a linear relationship. Yeah, as I there. get more yelly and excited, I get more mispronouncy and stumbly of words. Well, we've been pretty good tonight at being uh, mispronouncy and stumbly, hmm. so uh, it can only get better from more here. More of that, basically. So, yeah. All right. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. In another six to eight working months. <laughs> <laughs>